Yeah, Dave Coulier fucks. I'm not a shit on command guy. I'm fucking with the knobs over here. Welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode 294. I just dropped my phone. 294 of the show. Um, I hope everybody is well. I hope y- you are all having a fantastic week. The holidays are upon us. It's like kind of cold, but then it's also kind of hot here. It's weird, um, but I'm happy to be a part of your world. Thank you for listening. Uh, I am joined, e- as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Um, I was thinking the other day, maybe yesterday, I heard in a store or something, it reminded me, one of the biggest songs of the mid-90s was a revenge song about somebody getting over Uncle Joey from Full House. What? You ought to know. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Dave, but, it's I'm, about Dave Coulier. Saying, like, yeah. Right, but when you think about it, it's a, you know, it's a good song. Like, it wasn't, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like a specific Alanis song, but as like pop hits during that era, like, it, you know, it was good enough. And, it was about Dave Coulier. Yeah, Dave Coulier fucks. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, Dave Coulier. He, he did his fucks. like Bullwinkle voice, and he was he was fucking people. With it. Um, that's crazy. No, it's nuts. He's Canadian. I think what's a little weirder is that she was like nineteen, and he was like in his thirties. Uh, I think. <laughs> he went by the set of you can't do that on television and yeah. picked her up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that would be like if 10 years earlier, people were like, Oh, Cliff from cheers, like really fucked with a girl's head. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, Dave cool. I mean, he is not a sexual. No, being. he was, but he was, he had a big mullet. He, right? Yeah. But he, it was the nineties. He was a comic when there was a pretty low bar. <laughs> Did, yeah, I really love, really love bar. Uh, hey, I could duck like Bullwinkle. Uh, like he was, he was real bad. Uh, I will say that I believe a friend of our show um, once either played golf with, or I think he played golf, and then after golf, he was with a buddy, and his buddy's like, "Hey, um, do you, do you have a minute? Let's let's stop by Dave Coulier's house." And uh, and a friend of our show was like, uh, okay. And he said he went over to Dave Coulier's house. And Dave Coulier, he fucking lives in Malibu. And he's like got a pretty nice setup, as I recall the story. Remind me, because this. He was on the Friday night. As, yes, uh, for like 12 hour. years. He probably made, yeah. he probably made a lot made of money. Made a lot there. of money. And our friend of the show, and he's he may be coming on soon so we can ask him. Um, he said that Dave Coulier is a cool fucking guy. Very nice guy. What? It's like very chill. There's an upset. (laughs) Very rich. 
and just nice guy. He's Canadian. You know, it's you know, it's a pretty random story. Uh, a buddy of mine w- went out with another buddy of mine, Craigslist threesome guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I was out with him last night, and uh, it was the weirdest thing. We just swung by, and I think they picked up Kid from Kid and Play with the, the high top fade. Oh, yeah. That guy, yeah, he's best friends Kid, with Bill right? Maher. Kid, yeah, yeah, well, he's also buddies with Craigslist." Recent wow, guy. Christopher Kid Reed is he? Does he still yeah. have the fade? I don't think he does. I'm just saying the guy who who had the high top fade. But you know, weird, weird friends of friends make strange bets. It is kind of weird, and it's kind of weird. Like when you know when somebody's. So I had another friend who um, became extremely close friends. With Flavor Flav. And. Is that a thing? Yes. And he's. Like close friends with. Was it Hank Shockley or. I think that's his real name. Oh, Flavor Flav. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, But he's. And he was in a position where he was like had, you know. This guy is knows a lot of well-known people, a lot of famous people. And he's like just to a man, he's like the most down to earth celebrity I've ever met in my life is Flavor Flav. He's just the nicest, like sweetest guy and nothing at all like you would picture him, um, you know, as like a crackhead rapper. Who's Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Not seen, not I don't seen. Know. Like you've actually shook oh, hands or, or met very many anything. People. I'm just saying. Like, have you ever? Because I was, I was thinking about this. I was talking with my son, and I was trying to think who's more famous. I have sh- shaken the hands of decades apart. Uh, Jay Z. Oh, that's pretty huge. It's was huge. it when you were you but buying Gene, a twenty but, bag from him though? Was he just like Sean Carter? <laughs> no, he was J- he was JC. This was like H to the Izzo. He was this was at a Jets Colts playoff uh-huh. game. Um, and a guy Wall Street, I wouldn't say buddy, a guy who was kind of an, a nice guy but kind of a sad clown. He's like, "Hey, I have uh, four tickets to the Jets playoff game this weekend." This is like pre kids where it's just, just why not? Yeah. Kind of. You know, I live 20 minutes away from that stadium. And so I was like, all right, I'll go with you and just have like three dozen beers that afternoon. Like, it, yeah, it, there was just nothing else to do. But we sat right behind Jay-Z. And so we just, you yeah. know. Hey, what's up, Jay? Kind of, hey, and like, yeah. maybe it was a fist bump. But there was a, there was a somewhat of an interaction. Yeah. But when I was like 10 or 9, I shook the hand because I was in an elevator with my dad and this guy in his entourage, James Brown. Who's bigger? I Wait, you mean probably the Godfather Jay-Z. of Soul. I mean, the Godfather of Soul is the Godfather of Soul. Yeah. I guess by records, it you know comes down to Jay Z because he's dominated. Oh no, the last no, thing. James, but James James Brown's the biggest. Well, right? here's here's the test: Who would be if Jay Z and James Brown met? Who who's, would be more awed by the guy? other person? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's James Brown. Of course, but at the same time. But at the same time, yeah, James Brown. James Brown's fucking. He 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 must up my hair and goes, "God bless." 
It was pretty awesome. Uh, I picture. I mean, I was scared at the time, yeah. but in retrospect, this was and and it, this was a, a revival. This was right after uh, Living in America. Yes, came and out. When he came back. So like, so I knew I knew of him because of he was on the charts at that time. Because James Brown, like prior to and even maybe after that time, he was like touring the country in a Cadillac playing with whatever band the local fucking dinner theater would bring in for him. Like he was not, he was, yeah, and he wasn't the best behaved guy. He had done some time. uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying his career was kind of derailed by some, some, some issues. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I've seen, like I once saw Tony Hawk, which was pretty big. Tony Hawk is, is, the guy, I mean, yeah, he's a famous guy. Who, give, who gives a shit about professional skateboarders except for him? Right, know? yeah, and the, and the sport in general, into, yeah. right? Unless you're real into that sport, I mean, everybody. My mom might have heard of Tony Hawk, which is really a saying song. Yeah, that's crazy. She, she hasn't heard of anyone. Um, and I've talked about it on the show before. I had beers and like chilled out with uh, Chipper Jones. Chipper. And that was like pretty that's, big. That's big. He's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, he's or a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I don't I have to fucking scan the memory banks. I'm very shy. So I am too. I don't say hi to I people. Was, I was very drunk because I was an adult when I met Jay-Z. But I was 10 and my dad's like, hey, it's James Brown. Take his hand or whatever. You know, he just goes, God bless. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done that if it weren't for my dad prodding me there. or the dozen beers I had before I met Jay-Z. Um, um, well, I used, when I wore, used to work at Soup Plantation. Yeah. When I was in high school. When the guy was, when the guy was ordering right before. Oh, yeah, he came in like every Wednesday night um, and fucking loaded up. We got there two minutes before we closed. Loaded, had to leave all the food out for him. And he would fucking load up plates so and selfish. bowls. So selfish. And then he would sit there while like while we vacuumed around him. What a jerk. What a fucking dick. Um, regular customer though was Reggie Jackson and uh, and Mister October. Yeah, he would. He loves his soup. Yeah, he would come in all the time, and he was one of those guys that he got uh, a lot of. He enjoyed the adulation and attention, and I wasn't. Uh, I was going to say, you know who's the most impressed by meeting Reggie Jackson? Reggie Jackson. Reggie yeah. Jackson every day in the mirror. Yeah, and then one. Oh, look at that guy! And then a couple times, or he must live in Orange County because I've seen him a couple times. Is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's famously grumpy. Um, but I did, I did see him out to dinner one time, and he's so tall that I mean, it's fucking impossible not to notice him. And he's it just be, it must be shitty. Yeah, yeah, you can never blend in, not once in your life. Yeah, and he's he's he was sitting there like ha- trying to have dinner with this chick. And, um, like, so this family like sent their kid over to bug him and like this fuck, he's been retired for 15 years at the time. And the kid was six years old, you know? And, and I felt so fucking bad for him. And I, and I'm like, and you could tell he's a shy guy anyway. And it's like, you kind of get why these people get reputations as being surly because it's just not, some people just aren't like these big personalities in the first place. And then they're forced to have these interactions that they hate all the time. Right. And I mean, if I've read a, a lot of stuff he's written, cause he's a big op-ed yep. guy. 
And he's a, he's a very thoughtful, thoughtful guy. Smart. It's just, you know, he might just be an awkward person. Many books, jazz. The guy has many interests. And, uh, you know, people think he's an asshole. Uh, uh, yep. two, two, two other quick things. Okay. I tried to watch the Korean movie. Parasite, but you couldn't read it. <laughs> no, no. Oh. I mean, I, I'd be able to read it. Uh, the movie time versus my availability were off. So I went, I ended up seeing motherless Brooklyn, the one that, uh, what's his oh, name? Norman okay. Hold on. Hold on. Just before you proffer your review, this okay. to me, it, it looks having seen the trailer and the pre-press, it looks fucking horrible. It's first of all, it's a period, which I hate those kind of fedoras and that, that like those that costume era gangster period. I don't know why I hate it. B his character has Tourette's, which fucking would drive me crazy. But then I heard Ed Norton on multiple podcasts and he's one of those guys. He's, he's a great actor and no one questions that he, um, he's so fucking smart that it's, yeah, I, I I like him in interviews. I think he's very interesting. Yeah, it's but it's it makes me feel because I'm not that smart, and it makes me feel so fucking dumb to listen to him. But also, he's been talking about this movie, and it's a labor of love, and it's this time period in New York that a lot of people don't know about. And he's and he it's basically he's tried to make his own Chinatown, and so it sounds interesting. And the way it's marketed has made me not that interested. Whereas, but it looks like. It might actually be a good movie. So Ed Daly, Motherless Brooklyn, please proffer a review. I think your first instinct is not too far off. Tourette's. No, no, Mm. I I didn't. I didn't particularly care about that. That's a wrinkle. That. But why? Why? That's so actory. Like, oh, what if this guy had Tourette's? How about you just act? Yeah, it's very actory. I had not really seen anything more than the 15 second teasers for this one. So I didn't really know what was going on. I, I like random historical eras. I could do without anything more in Vietnam. Fedoras. But, but beyond, but, but whatever, if the fedora isn't the thing. And I just saw the cast. Alec Baldwin. Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale's fantastic. He's a great actor. Great. And, and, and to me in the right part yeah. and this was the absolute right part for him i think baldwin can be good i think he would oh, no, he's great he be excellent no, he's a fantastic he, he chews up scenery yeah. you know in the wrong role it's just too much yeah. of him but he was supposed to be a larger than life character yeah. and in one interview he said like there's only kind of one actor that i had my eye on because of the heft of you know what he does um and and what's his name defoe uh, Hot a brief, would suck his dick. Yeah. Signed your Woods, friend's mom. Woods. Go on. <laughs> mm. Um. So there was a lot going forward, and I I tried not to know much about it, but it was very noirish. And I thought, like a guy so smart and has had a good career, and this is the biggest passion project. I thought, well, then this is going to be a story he's dying to tell. Yeah. And and it's about it's pretty much based on this guy, Robert Moses, who I've read about. And Great band, Bob a, Moses. Go on. <laughs> but a pretty crazy person in that he had so much influence on New York City 
and yet he was never elected. He just kind of strong-armed his way into being an appointment. I run the housing authority. Yeah. I run this, but like, didn't nobody knew who he was? And this is, and he did interesting things, like like nefarious things. Like he was a racist, and so he was heralded as, "Hey, this guy built Jones Beach." But what he did is the only way to get to Jones Beach. He made the overpasses a foot lower than buses could I go through, this. so black and Hispanic yeah. people could never get there. Right. Only people with cars, yeah, like I heard that this. kind of shit. Yeah, but like it's an he, interesting detail. But he's the type of guy like that that is interesting, and I thought they would do something with this, and it was just very noirish. I mean, yeah. I, I would say the the good version of that is L.A. Confidential. I think uh, Chinatown is overrated. Um, it's very of a time, and it's one of those movies that um, it doesn't explain itself until like the last four minutes, and then you're like wait, what? So, oh, that was her dad the whole time? And also right. something about water? Yeah, I just, to me, I it was just too hyped up by the time I had seen it. I think I saw it in some sort of film class mm-hmm. in college. And I was like, you know what? Pass. But, but anyway, this movie was trying to be Chinatown, and it just wasn't. It was just a noirish movie with some good performances uh, okay, here. And there, let's give like, it a star rating. Settle it down. Uh, what is what? Give uh, us a star rating. Motherless Brooklyn. Ed Daly. Two and a half. It's two and like a half. A it's like a C. That's a C like minus. A, I don't, I would say I'd give it a C if I'm just grading it letter grade. Like there was some good acting. There were some interesting things to take away from it, but ultimately I, if you, <laughs> you, you could have convinced me that it wasn't good. I just, it was between that and some other movie, and uh, I, I was going to see the Korean movie. It's still, it actually came to Hoboken, so I will see the. Korean I recommended movie this the week, probably. I recommended the Korean movie to someone, and I don't like. I liked it. I thought it was a really different movie, but I wasn't like completely blown away with by it. And I recommend it to somebody, and they're like, "Eh, it's okay." So like, because you're reading so much, I've right? o- I've overhyped it. I guess I've overhyped it. It's. Like it's not the best movie I ever saw, but it's a it's a cool movie, and I'm stoked I saw it. And also, last I, last thing, yes, go on. I read today yes. that ten years ago, Brian Wilson, you love him from the Beach Boys. Oh yeah, he's a genius. He announced his he announced his favorite movie was Norbit. <laughs> well, of course he did, because he's insane. I mean, he's done a he's done a lot of drugs. He's a crazy person. Also, Norbit. Oh yeah. He's mentally ill, and um, at one point, yeah, didn't he live live in his room for like three years? Yeah, and his he um, at one point built like a giant sandbox in his living room. I think he was one of those guys that was. Have you heard that podcast? It's called like the sociopath next door or something. It's all about how this guy. Well, I know his brother loved Manson. Yeah, his, well, I mean, a lot of the, the theory is that Manson was trying to kill his brother. Um, the, there was this podcast about this, I can't remember what it's called because I'm 40. Um, the, there, about this guy whose life was taken over by his, his psychologist, psychiatrist, whichever, oh, not yeah. the drug one, the other one, psychologist. The shrink next door, it's called. Anyway. Um, and this guy, this fucking rich guy in New York just 
he let this this uh, psychologist take over his life. And he's like, hey, you know what you ought to do, Marty, is you got to stop speaking to your sister. So write her a letter or better yet, I'm going to write her a letter and send it to her from you that says you're never going to speak to her again. And it was like all these things that completely, I mean, it's insane. You should listen to it. Uh, but um, Brian Wilson had that same situation where he was this rich guy who was nuts and he was controlled completely by his like mental health guru. And one of the things he did was he's like, you need to build a sandbox in your living room. And so he would just sit there all fucking day in the sand. In his, that advice. Yeah. That's an insane yeah. advice. In his living, and it's like, no, like he didn't speak to his kids or any of his wives or anything. Yeah. So he's insane. And also, hey, I've never seen Norbit. Norbert? Uh, I saw part of it. Maybe you know it's when fantastic. <laughs> it's not. Um, you know when you're on one of those flights, maybe maybe an overseas flight, and it gives you 500 movies to watch and just nothing makes sense? Yeah. And I was like, how bad could an Eddie Murphy movie it's be? It's actually terrible. And I got like six minutes yeah. maybe into it. I was good. That's that's. Is it, does, is it like takes place on another planet or something? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was a forgettable six minutes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay, anything else? No. Okay. Should we look? Oh, I haven't even looked. I assume we have some voicemails this week. Voicemail? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's check in with the voicemailers. Your tummy likes to wait. Ed, how's the song? It's always hit or miss when when we. It's very scratchy, right? It now. is because it sounds yeah. perfect, and also I'm looking at the levels, and the levels look perfect. Okay, I'm gonna just play it and see if it gets better. It's called our far from gray. It's called our far from gray. You're gonna get complaints from this one. Uh oh. Well, really oh. Now, now cleared up. It did. I'm, fu- yeah. I'm fucking with the knobs. It's, it's good. Right? I'm fucking with the knobs over here. But it seems like it's a great song though. It's a great song, and I'm ruining it. Uh, Brad, New York, genius. Um, it seems like it starts out like the first thing you play is shitty and then some for some reason the board like settles in this dog shit board that we have has a mind of its own and it like clears itself up like i check all the connections everything's good hey i'm not going to explain it anymore let's let the song play boring and worthless but he's got nothing else to do and he's even worse than ish 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 his faults are useless shit 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 he's fat and got big tit 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 tits he's been well in gardenia he's been well in gardenia Okay, a couple of voicemails. Hope you guys can hear these. I could fix it in post, but that's fucking a lot of work. Okay, here we go. Hey, fellas. Uh, just wanted to touch it base with you guys. Um, Did it sound like he just said, Did you say touch it? yeah, hey, fellas, just wanted to touch it. Mm. I mean, that's most listeners. You know, we could maybe do a Patreon for that. Like if you get, yeah. if you give it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed yeah, to Yeah, if that. you give at a certain level. 
I'll, right. I mean, we're we're not. This has got to be more than five dollars a month. But I, I mean, I'm like one. T- I'm, I'm pliable. One time donation of ten thousand dollars. That's right. I will meet you in a Look, I, semi-public place, and I will let you touch it. It's like uh, you know, getting blood drawn. I just don't look at the needle. No, I don't either. like to stare directly at it. But you're, I, I can, I can be tugged. I tried recently. I was having some blood drawn. Have I told the story on the show? Mm, maybe. Hold on. I was, uh, I was recently having some blood drawn, and I thought I'd be all sly, and. Uh, so, like, right as she's about to stick the, the needle in, is my right arm. I slyly lifted up my phone so that I could make. Oh, a, to take yes, so that I could make an Insta story. You wanted and, to go story, yeah. And with that, <laughs> she was a she was a heavy set black woman. <laughs> she yeah, no nonsense. She, she was not fucking around, and she right as she's about to stick the needle in, she didn't like pause. She didn't anything. She didn't look up. She didn't fucking anything move anything except her lip. And she's on no video. <laughs> I I had a physical. Maybe uh, I think it was on Halloween. Yeah, the, that Halloween morning physical, huh? Yeah, I went. I went that morning. Um, was your doctor and- in costume? <laughs> I want to suck your did blood. A, yeah. Did he draw a no. clown face on the glove? Continue. No, yeah. the woman, the woman who drew my blood was wearing some sort of cat ears or something. But whatever. Oh, um, slutty, a slutty cat. No, uh, I hope not. Mm. She was somebody's grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I only know one slutty grandma, and she was on the cast of Who, Who's the Boss? R.I.P. Um, Mona. Yeah. Um. But. Oh, oh! So there, there was one test. They were just trying to test for one other thing. Yeah. And they're like, it could either be Herpes. a stool sample, where you can breathe into some sort of bag type. Thing. Oof. And I was like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and breathe. <laughs> I'm gonna pass hmm. on taking a shit into a plastic oh. cup and then handing it to the receptionist. Oh. <laughs> so I've never. Um, I've been, there's a couple things I'm really thankful for. Uh, I've never, the, well, these, these two are like basically the same. I've never had an STD or, or been, or thought I had an STD. So, so I, I've never had that long steel Q-tip shoved down the shaft. Right in the pee hole. Yeah. And, and I've had a number of people who have had that and, um, Apparently doesn't feel very good, so I've never had that, which is. But you've had, yeah, just I can't really think of the scenario, but you've had a grazing of that area and just the the pain it brings just briefly, right? Well, I've zipped it. I've definitely. I'm just saying there are moments when when that oh yeah that tip gets invaded yeah. and you're like oh my god this is the worst feeling ever. If you had to get something stuck in oh, there. Yeah. Would be the worst. No, it goes because it goes way down. And someday in, the in my life, I'm sure I will. Not for STD, but like you know, no. there's just old no. people get catheters yes. and stuff. Yes, I'm gonna have to be put no. out. Uh, I, me I too. Can't. Me too. So similarly, I've never been catheterized. So that's the that's one and one a. B. No stool sample. I remember, like as a kid, hearing somebody, one of my parents' friends or something, say they had to give a stool sample, and they. I, I'm not even comfortable saying this. Like, this is how uncomfortable I am with scatological 
uh, discussions. But I remember him saying he had to take a shit on a paper plate. And then, and then, um, because then he had to like use a uh, popsicle stick to get the sample and put it in a little, I'm, just, I'm fucking pantomiming it as I say this, um, t- to put it in the little test tube or whatever. And that fucking bums me out so much. And I've never had to do that. And I never will. But do, yeah. uh, think about my choice. They're like, yeah. Oh, you breathe can do in this a breath thing. test. Yeah. yeah. Breath test or a stool sample. Has anyone yeah. heard that, that those questions? Well, I mean, like, how, 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 eh. How is that the same? How can they test for the same things? And also, it was testing for some sort of bacteria, some some sort of. And and if they can do the breath thing, why are they still doing the shit one? Everyone everyone breathes pretty easily, or that's <laughs> yes. a different problem. I'm just breathing. I'm not a shit on command guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I told you about the practical joke these guys in my office did, right? Where oh, I can't remember. There was a there was a call to the desk, and everybody's got a, a a phone line that is shared, and it was the doctor's office confirming the guy had like a three o'clock physical, and so another guy on the desk said, "All right, when he comes back," and they got a, another guy's wife to call up and say, "Oh, I'm from Doctor Stevens's office. Can you? Uh, we're just confirming your your three o'clock appointment, and uh, we're gonna need a stool sample." And the guy's like, "What?" And they're like. Yeah, we need, we need, uh, you're, you're going to have to bring in a stool sample. And he's like, wow, uh, uh, what? Okay. And they're like, no, 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 it's just, they, you're overdue. We got to bring the, got to bring this in. And the guy sneaks out to the little kitchenette and gets one of those styrofoam coffee cups and a little spoon. And then he goes to the men's room and then he leaves out the door with like the styrofoam coffee cup. And then he comes back an hour and a half later or whatever, and he's like, you guys are assholes. Amazing. I rode on the subway oh holding God, a cup full of this. shit yes. and then handed a cup to the hot receptionist, <laughs> a cup of my own shit. And was like, here this is. And they're like, what are you talking about? Why are you handing this to me? <laughs> it's the great – I had nothing to do with yes, it, but it's amazing. my favorite – I'm not a fan of practical jokes. But that is the, the best. No, that is the best. That is the best. Okay. You know how this all started? Because this this caller said he wanted to touch it. But I don't oh, think yeah. that's actually I it. don't think that's actually <laughs> what he said. Okay. Let's continue. Fuck yeah, we were. It's, it's real choppy. All right. Oh, is it? Wait, it just cleared up right as I said that. Oh, well, don't now, next time don't talk. Sorry, I couldn't hear one word he just said. Like all the connections are good. Okay, I'll start here. He's only spoken for 14 seconds, so we'll start from the beginning. Hey, get where he says he wants to touch. Hey, him. we don't have a fucking, you know, this is we don't have a producer here. Like I'm fucking juggling. I know. You're spinning plates balls. over there. That's not what I meant to say. Anyway, here here we go. You want to touch it too? Yes. Hey fellas, uh, just wanted to touch base with you guys. Touch it base. Show, he does want to touch anyway, it. The, uh, you were talking about Huey Lewis in this last episode, and uh, I don't know if you knew there's a drink out there you can order. It's called a Huey Lewis. This guy's Canadian, right? This guy has a Canadian accent. There's a drink out there called a Huey Lewis. Are we sure it doesn't? this only doesn't only exist in Manitoba? You're going to wear your bunny hug. <laughs> What do they call? What do they call? Um, call, call pencil crayons. 
Colored pencil. Pencil crayons. You gotta put it on your toque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's just two great big uh two great big cans of beer stacked on top of each other. Look it up. Uh you're wow. talking about really? camping sucks. That's yeah, a real camping thing. Camping does suck. Yeah. But you know what else sucks? It's Trump, Lindsey Graham sucks. <laughs> I'm from Canada. I, <laughs> oh, I love this guy. He sucks. <laughs> Fox News sucks. The other thing I've noticed when looking at that bastard Trump is he's got a, a neck on him. He does. Yeah, take a look at a picture it's, of him. Take a yeah. look at that. Disgusting. Neck. It looks like an old lady's shaved twat. Except for the orange. Orange with a little bit of carlin. Twat's twat. I love this call. Take care. Uh, <laughs> Canadian guy. I like the the uh, the polite ending. And take care. Like just. He just shit on like a lot of people yes. and all deserving of it. Take callers. Take note. That guy just, just spoke for 58 in seconds. In and out. It was like yeah. a tornado of greatness. He, he came in. He fucking said he wanted to touch it. He had an accent. He recommended a drink <laughs> called a Huey Lewis, which is just two beers stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I don't even know how that can two be called beers. a drink. Only in Canada. And then he went on to shit on like seven people and then just say goodbye nicely. And then, and, and also deserving. not leave his name. Amazing. Love that guy. More callers yeah. like that Canadian dude. Great, great call. Amazing. Okay. Here's another one. Hey guys, what's up? This is Drew in Houston. Hey, I've got, uh, I've got kids in high school. And, uh, so I wanted to know what exactly white claws was. Cause I, I needed to do some research. Like, Hey, what are these kids doing? What does this stuff taste like? What's going on? So I bought a six pack of white claws and the best way I can describe how they taste. It's like, I, it tastes like nothing. It's like a, it's like seltzer water with like a Jolly Rancher, a little bit soaked in it or something. Horrible. But the base, the, what the, what I came out with is the barrier to entry of getting fucked up. Yep in high school is way too low now with these because they don't mm-hmm. taste yes. like alcohol. Yes. It's kind of, it used to be you had to like choke down some bad food, screwed up, or whatever. But anyway, um, also, I know, Ed, you're not a big fan of Phil Collins, but here's a uh, interesting tidbit. <laughs> Phil Collins was the preeminent collector of Alamo memorabilia. I remember reading this. What? collection that he donated to the state of Texas worth approximately a hundred million dollars. Fuck Drew. That's an amazing call. Also, that is a great call. Uh, (laughs) a couple of things. He's right on the white claw thing. Remember when we were getting fucked up, you had to be able to gulp down some Miller genuine draft or some Budweiser. And those two things are terrible. Even in, I mean, it wasn't just high school, college. Yeah. I was, I was, I had a lot of Milwaukee's best. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause you, you know, I lived for a while in Phoenix, Arizona, zero stars do not recommend. Um, and, but the one good thing about it, worst weed in the world, but the one good thing about it was that at the grocery store, you could get three, I want to say cases might've been, I don't think the 18 pack was, was invented yet. Couldn't have been three cases. It must have been three 12 packs. Three 12 packs of Meisterbrow for 
That's amazing. In college, I remember it was a case of Milwaukee's Best for eight bucks. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You you can get wasted on. A, but you can talk yourself into yeah, anything yeah. at that. But age. you had you had to have the fucking heart for it. Like you, <laughs> there's there's a barrier to entry there. Like Drew and Houston's talking about. Like you can't just fucking crack open a half dozen or eight or ten Meister brows if you're not fucking stout for a fight. <laughs> you know what's funny about that uh, that age is you'll put up with all kinds of terrible shit to drink. And yeah. maybe even because of limited funds, you'll eat like a lot of Taco Bell and shit like of course. that. And yet that age is very snobby about other things. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you'll get like a real film snobby 20 year old yeah. and yet everything else in their life is complete shit. Or like when you get older, you're like, you kind of put things in perspective. And you're like, I don't, I don't really give a shit about this. You know, I'm not as angry about certain types of movies and music. It's just not for me. But back then I'd be like, oh, this is fucking awful. Yeah. You know, we can't stand for this music. And yet I was drinking Milwaukee's best. Right. Like, like. I was a complete turd. Like we were fucking too good for vanilla ice, but I basically lived on. Two hot dogs for ninety nine cents at Circle K. Yeah, and big gulps and uh, you know all those things. Like, just yeah. the youth is full of shit. Amazing. Eh? And Phil Collins, icon, legend. You can't say enough about him. He's amazing. He's got a round head. Um, <laughs> the roundest. Him collecting Alamo memorabilia. That might be the weirdest thing ever. You just if you're. Basically, if you're collecting anything, you've accumulated too much. Like if you if you're like, <laughs> hey, um, come over and check out all my vintage pinball machines. Hey, I think vintage pinball machines are pretty cool. But if you if you've got the means, have a vintage pinball machine. I don't need right. you to have the fucking Kiss one and Bride of Pinball right. and the nobody needs yes. three. Pinball machines. No, you just, just have one. the one. Have the one. So if you got a bunch of them, you're a fucking asshole. But if you're collecting Alamo memorabilia, you're just too fucking rich is the problem. You have too much money. You do not know what to do with all your money. At least you don't. When he it. sold all his m- music to Michelob, that's probably where he had the Alamo money. Um. Yeah. yeah I remember sure. when they do tonight, tonight, and, and then that was that was the Michelob. Yeah, and also Clapton, who he's. Fantastic axe man, but the guy can't write a song to save his life. Um, it was a, man, a terrible racist. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, he said England's like full of black people; they should move out. No, Eric Clapton. Oh, he's a, he said something like Shut that up. in the seventies. He's now like I mean, he may have softened, but he he said something terrible, like you know. Pick another country. Kind well, of shit. I remember it was a big deal that he sold the song um, after midnight to a Michelob commercial. And I, people were like, oh, he's sold out. He's given up his artistic integrity. And I'm like, you guys know this song is fucking dog shit, right? This is After Midnight by <laughs> Eric Clapton. He, he, like, well, I'm mad that he sold it because then it became part of our commercial breaks, whereas yeah, I could just avoid, avoid it. it. Yeah, 100% agree. Okay, a couple more. Yeah, he's, a, he's a bad artist. What's up, guys? Brian, Ed, Kate, you guys are great. Sophia, Mike, and Toledo. What's hold on, hold on. Did you say Toledo? He said Toledo, but I also 
nearly certain he said, this is FBI Mike in Toledo. There's no way. Hold on, I'm going to rewind Somebody it. who works for FBI, the FBI is announcing okay, it like that. Okay, I'm going to back it up. Just is he to, coming through our door? I'm just going to back it up a few seconds and let's, let's be quiet and listen. You guys are great. This is FBI Mike in Toledo. What do you think? One more time? It sounds like he's no. It sounds like what he's saying. FBI. He's he's ready to burst uh, burst through the door. Right. Well, I mean, he's got a very deep, menacing a voice. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what he has to say. What sucks though, Manuel and Gardena. Why don't you guys ban this motherfucker forever? Sucks. <laughs> Sold like twenty five fucking shows all the time. From DA out to that bay. And say to Anthony, this is what I got to say. I will. I got here. I mean, you started off strong. Yeah, fuck that guy. He sucks. <laughs> him off. <laughs> Nobody needs him. Okay. You know, Not a Manuel fan? Such a fucking loser. They, on Rome's show, they made him call under a different name because his real name's 2F. So there's a couple things that I'm... I'm going to let this guy finish, but I want to get a couple of thoughts out here. First of all, he had a strong start. He's got an interesting voice. He's wasted. And he um, he's called FBI Mike in Toledo. And, and he doesn't like caller to the show Manuel, which is, hey, to each their own. I get that. But he's much like Manuel. He's belaboring too long on the fact that he doesn't like Manuel. And then also I- he did an imitation that I didn't understand a single word of. I don't think he was trying to be intelligible with the impression. Oh, got it. But I will – I'll give him credit for selling out for the uh, the impression. But what I love to think about is there was a breaking point where he's like, fuck this. I got to make a call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I got to shit on Manuel. I, I, no, I, no, I appreciate this, that. This is not my view on Manuel. I like Manuel. Yeah, of course. You like lo- yes. it's just love him. It's just funny that like – Somebody just reached a breaking point. They're like, oh, what's that baller lifestyle number? I got to unload on this fucking manual. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if he brings it back around because he's already gone a little too long on Manuel, in my opinion. Let's see if he, <laughs> let's see if he comes back to a different topic. They can anyone else who told him to go fuck themselves, but yeah, this guy used to just for air time. So no. Yeah. Anyway, he sucks that that song about him. It's right. So you should just keep his song and just ban him. Keep his song. Yeah, well, he likes the song. We all like the song. Thank you for that. Everybody likes the song. FBI Mike. Appreciate that. Okay, one last email, then we'll move on to some topics. Let's see what this guy's got going on. Hey, Edward. Um, Oh, hey, Brian. um, How are you doing? This is Kev near D.C. um, I love Kev. I got a confession to make. Over the... can't stand America. Like over the course of these past few years, um, yeah, it's just really grinded on me. Just really, really bit at me. Really, yeah. I had this uh, neighbor who um, moved in recently, and I've had, and he's been kind of. I mean, he's pretty nice and all. You know, sometimes he, you know, we have a eat dinner, whatever, sometimes. And the thing is, dinner you know, whenever him. I'm at his house. Yeah, it's, this, is, this is not the direction I was 
Expectant. Yeah, he's very like, close with a neighbor. I, I yes. Michelle had our neighbors over for dinner once, and it 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 wore on me. Uncomfortable. I, we have we have neighbors on one side that yeah. I like a lot. The other people are more acquaintances that made for an awkward dinner. Oh, worst. No, no, no. You know, like not. I don't dislike any of them, uh-uh. but like one of them, I you know I, I I like their kids and everything. The other one, I just don't know, and it was an awkward dinner. Um, yeah. Like, what do you talk about? You have to have some sort of footing with somebody, some sort of common ground before you break bread. Right. But it's, you know, I I try not to force it. We happen to know one of the neighbors before they moved next to us. So it works. But the other one, there's no, there was no reason for us to talk in the first place, except for we're next to each other. I agree. Yes, that's typically neighbors. That's like people that hang out with people from work. You're not friends yeah. with people from work. You just work together. Maybe you yeah. make a friend at work. That's different. But when it's just automatically assumed, hey, we're all going to do this thing after we slide off the brontosaurus's back. Yeah. We're going to like continue yes. to hang together. It's like, wh- what? Didn't we just do this? But this Kevin, there's something, I mean, there is. I'm a, a little worried that he's like, hey, I, I'm, I'm kind of worried about my neighbor. I go to, what did he say? He said, we have, we have dinner, dinner sometimes. No, times. we have dinner. T- that's a friend. So you're tight with you. That's a friend. That's a friend. You're, you're talking about your friend. You've made friends with this guy. Okay, let's see. He's going to complain about him. Let's hear. Oh, no. He's always playing that stupid band. I mean, if I have to hear Sister Golden Hair or Tin Man, oh, America, horse with no name from those monotone droning people, I'm just gonna blow up. <laughs> well, just, he's ah, got a neighbor. Uh, Hang on a second. Yeah, so, yeah, what I know about yeah. Kevin, yeah, he's mentioned before. He lives in PG County, Prince George. Which the fact. That somebody in PG County is playing Sister Golden Hair is one of the greater upsets. That's a shamanade over your number one UVA kind of upset. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what it's you're a, saying. It's a heavily Democratic county, Chocolate City. That, that I get way. what you're saying. I get where you're going with um, this. But what I will say is, I hate horse with no name. Kind of like when Sister Golden Hair it comes on at CVS. Exactly. So, but that kind of song. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's that's why you never have to intentionally listen to it. Like you don't have to throw on Ventura Highway because you're going to encounter it at least a dozen times a year. It's just around. You don't have to purposely dial it up. Like no one chooses to listen to. Bachman Turner Overdrive because no. it's just you're going right. to hear it. You're going to hear it places, right? Um, I I'll say one other thing. Phil Hartman was the artist on that album cover. I heard that. Yes, yeah. very successful graphic designer. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, yes. Go ahead, Kevin. All right, that loves it. Thanks for that, Kevin. Oh, that I, I'm so, kind of with you. I mean, America, they're fun. They're I whatever. Think in, I think in general, it's just weird. We're having this discussion twenty. 19. Almost We're not supposed to have to hear what our neighbors are playing. No. I live in an apartment no. building. 
And so there's occasional noises here and there, but I don't know what neighbors are playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much. You live in a city, so you're going to, you kind of, that's kind of like par for the course. But they, you know, they make the apartment building good enough with the concrete between the walls. So I don't hear much. But if I heard the specific music choices, that would be a problem. Well, and it's weird when anybody just listens to one thing or mostly one thing. Yeah, like can you America. imagine? He's he's talking about a guy that's playing horse with no name on a semi-regular basis. That's it's weird. That's crazy. That's weird. There's been so yeah. much music since then. Yeah. It's But I'm with him on America. Like I'm struggling with this spot. It's, like it's well known I don't like the Eagles or Eagles. And it's not so yeah. much that I don't like the Eagles or Eagles. No, I don't like the Eagles. I don't really either, but it's like, I just, I don't need it anymore. I don't need it. You it's know, enough. You know who else I don't, I don't I mean, need? What, how much? I don't need James oh. Taylor. I heard it. I've heard it. I don't need it anymore. Yeah. I don't need any more James Taylor in my life. I've heard it. Yeah, we're good. I'm done with it. I've had it. Take it. Take it. Take your game and leave, buddy. I don't, I don't want any James Taylor. Yeah. Okay. It's we're really getting in the weeds here. Quick email. Yeah, yeah. Hey ballers. It's a horse horse noise guy. We've got a couple of gems <laughs> for you name. this week. This guy really isn't the best at his job, probably because it's difficult to operate a keyboard and mouse with hooves. So it may be <laughs> off to the glue factory. Oh, they're gonna fire a horse noise guy? Oh man. Maybe we could set up a Kickstarter <laughs> to keep old Winnie Cooper on staff. Mike and Chuck. These are his, his guys he works with. These are the salt of the yeah, earth guys. Our right? salt of the earth guys that yes! enjoy lunchtime <laughs> beers and afternoon hangovers. I've I've aged out of that. I could never do that. Uh, they also bully me into continuing with this magical nonsense. I'd love your thoughts on Love you, Mike and Chuck. Number 0101. We are confused if he scared himself, had a fly land on his back, or is arguing with himself. <laughs> Have a great week. This is from Dave and Rancho San Clemente. Okay, let's check out 0101. This is the guy. In his office, that uh, inexplicably can be prompted to uh, make horse noises. Listen. <laughs> it does sound startled. He, d- he doubled up there. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's here's a few more. We'll play them. Well, then we'll talk about sports stuff. No, this guy's. I'm starting to be concerned about this guy. He doesn't sound well. No, and it's it sounds like he has the potential to do murder. Here. That one was unprompted. Oh, it, that ringing. last one sounded like an angry grunt yes. of a guy who is ready to load the No, pistol. he's he's pissed about something. You can hear it in his Winnie. One more. <laughs> okay. Now that Yeah. That was an angry grunt it's, too. It's changed. I think he's coming unhinged. If if I'm working with this dude, I'm checking out my exits. Like I'm starting yeah. to know things yep. about how to get out. Give of me there. a give me a seat near the emergency exit, and also give me one of those children's backpacks that's got the bulletproof plate in it. JIC. Yeah, you don't want to be the uh, the appointed fire marshal that has to right. stay behind. Yeah. You got to think about how to get out of there. No, no, it's save yourself. Yeah. That's, the, that's the number one rule. Okay, let's do some sports stuff.
My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be Fantastic. Okay, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? What did we miss this week? Uh, Miami Heat guard Dion Waiters Love had a story. panic attack yeah. on the team flight after they found out he took an edible these, and he was suspended for 10 games these, or something. These edibles, it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to you. I have had, I told you, I, I'm not big in the edible scene. Right. I had an edible before a kid's concert. And it wasn't a panic attack as much as I was zonked out of my brain. I did not think it would be hit me that hard. Yeah. That's happened to me one time. So my, my I was a little panicky of talking to people. Yeah. But all right. You're one, no, it's okay. No, I get the same way. I get very introverted. And one, like one time I was at a dinner party and, I, and someone was like, Hey, I noticed like right at this point, um, you got really quiet. Is that when the edible hit? And I was like, yeah, that is when it hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I just don't want to talk. And then one time I was um, at my daughter's chorus was singing the national anthem at an, at an Anaheim angels game. And yeah. it, it's, it was, it's really moving. Cause they were really good. And I was, I was very moved by the experience, but also I was on an edible and then I had a giggling attack <laughs> and then I just wanted to, to be over. And this is the thing with edibles is oftentimes I just want it to be over. Like a lot of times I'm like, Oh, this is nice. And it's like, my body's real chill and I'm good. But then the next time I'll take the same edible in the same amount and I'll be, and immediately my brain is doing things I don't like. And I'll go, Hey, I don't, I want this to end right now. <laughs> it to me. Yeah. I, I want it to be over, but mainly because there are, I guess I should only do this when I'm planning on just sitting by myself and watching TV. Yes. I don't want to be around other people. Yes. And that's the problem. Yes. Yeah, totally. Whereas if I have a couple puffs off a doobie or a pipe, I'm fine. I'm very um, gregarious. I'm like in the mix. And sometimes I'm like that with an edible too, but oftentimes I'm not like that. And I'm at the point where I don't want to um, roll the dice. And recently, um, so a buddy of mine walked up behind me and he's like, hey, and I turned around and he put a gummy in my mouth. This, What's going on? This dirty fingers. Do your buddies just put fingers in your mouth? Well, I don't. It was. He was basically. He was trying to administer a dose that I didn't necessarily because I'd already turned him down before. And then, um, like, it's like an eyes wide shut part. Yes. What, the, what's going yes. On? Then he sucked my dick. Uh, that part I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, then, like half an hour later, we we were like out, and I was like, I had to get up and take a leak, and I went. You know how like. Everything seems fine. And then you're alone and you can hear all the sounds and stuff. You can hear yes, like the water yes. dripping and you're like, oh, fuck. And I was like, I didn't know. I didn't ask to be this high. 
Right. We, we, this. we passed the exit I wanted to get out. Yeah, I want to be like We're the, still going. a little bit high. And oh, so Dion Waiters, is that his name? Yes. You got to feel bad for him. And then he got suspended. Like it's embarrassing enough that he had a panic attack on weed. <laughs> right. The only problem really, he might have need, needed that time away so the team can forget it because you just saw your one of your teammates have a real amateur hour moment in the clutch. Are you going to pass to him? No, like no, maybe yeah. you need to forget about this guy being a real pussy. Well, but you, but you got to figure like the rest of like everybody in the NBA does weed. So like, of course, they all have had this experience. That's why they must view him as a real amateur. Yeah, maybe, maybe because we've be. never heard of somebody having a panic attack on the team plane. Everybody's smoking weed before you get on a long flight. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is a good point. They don't uh, have to go through the same security as us. Of course, they're smoking weed right at the last minute. Um. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, okay, what else? Um, there was a pro golfer who was disqualified after running out of balls during during the Turkish Airlines Open. Is there an amount to bring? Because I'm a bad golfer and I lose lots of balls. And, but but you know what happens when you lose a lot of balls? You're always looking for balls and you find other people's balls. Because a lot of times I I'll always be, do. Yeah, because I, mean, I haven't I haven't golfed in a long time, but yeah. You, you lose some and then you find some. Yeah. A lot of times I'll be looking for my ball and then I'll be like, Hey, found it. And I'll hit one out of the yeah. sticks, except now it'll, it's a pink one. <laughs> right. Just, you pull a judge smells yeah, or yeah. I think Goldfinger did that in one of them. But, in, uh, Goldfinger. but most golfers, they play most professional golfers. I mean, they get around with just a ball. So maybe they bring really? like a sleeve. That's crazy know, that's to crazy. have the same ball. I know it's crazy. <laughs> um, Historically racist hockey announcer Don Cherry was fired for going on a you people rant about immigrants. Well, how do we know he's racist? I mean, he's old as fuck. Right. I mean, he is of his generation, but he has been a racist, fascist guy for like 25, 30 years. I, I, I only knew he was the guy with the suits. Yeah, no, he's a he's a very over the top asshole. I've known that about him. I don't even follow that much hockey. Yeah. And I've known this about Don Cherry. But uh, here's a fun trivia. Whose show do you think he's on tonight? Because I saw it tweeted out right before the show started, a little screenshot. Well, oh, Tucker Carlson. Yep. Um, well, that's weird. But he's Canadian. Like, shouldn't he be on, like, yeah, a Canadian Fox News? Got to band together. Yeah. White supremacists Team have up. to band together. Team up. I the whole to. you people thing. I mean, come on. You can't say let's, that. Let's, no, but it's just in general. Yeah. Just taking the stance against all immigrants. Yeah. Buddy. I mean, everybody's your, an your, immigrant. Your league, your league is a lot of immigrants at this point. Yeah. Yaramir Yager. Yes. The, those, Although those are white immigrants. Those, I think he was, yeah. he was getting at some other. Oh, ones. right. That's usually what they mean. Um, the Sedines. Let's take it to a different you people area of the world. Alabama fan arrested for stabbing the baby Trump balloon before the LSU game this weekend. His quote, some liberals tried to come to my hometown and start some trouble. That ain't happening. He wrote that on Facebook. He also said, I'd do it again. And it was good versus evil. Oh, right. Yeah. Because like Trump went to the Bama game or something, right? And Trump well, must be bad that was luck. his third try at getting applause. Right. He failed twice and he was like, and he got it. He got it. Well, he's very popular in Alabama. It's his mo- that's his yeah, number I, one spot. 
I was texting with a buddy from the South, not from Alabama, and I saw that there was an article that said, uh, I think they threatened to take away season tickets if you're caught booing at the game. And my buddy goes, no, (laughs) knows what they can do. But my buddy goes, no need for that. There will be the, the, a staggering amount of frat boys in their ties and MAGA hats going nuts. Oh, for sure. He's like, you don't, you don't need any rules at the Alabama game. They are all in on Trump. So he got his applause, but also LSU put him, put it on him. Um, that quarterback for LSU, he's pretty good. Joe Burrow, Ohio State transfer, couldn't crack the lineup at Ohio State. Guy, the guy can ball. Um, he can. He's a big kid. He can fucking heave it down the field, yeah, and he a, can also run for he's a first very, down. And he's very much like a like a movie quarterback, like cocky, yeah, villain kind of guy. Yes, he like was Johnny in, in an interview last year. He goes, he goes, football is Joe Burrow. Like he's uh, oh, he's that guy. Sick. Well, I'm a fan. Joe yeah. Burrow's my guy. Ed, what's happening in the world of things that aren't sports? Well, this is a weird one because you might learn things about people. You can now buy robot clones of anyone uh, on order from a Russian startup called Promobot. So this really bums me out. If you go into your buddy's bedroom yeah. and you're like, "Hey, uh, what's with the uh, full size Sigmund Freud over there? What are you What are you up to?" So, uh, <laughs> Dave. I never knew you were such a big Sally Jesse Raphael fan. <laughs> I don't, I mean, sure, she she had her her likers, but never would have thought you're the type of guy to have a Janet Reno torso <laughs> laying around. I was gonna say Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so fucked. As a society, oh, man, because you knew the technology was was there, and it just took a Russian company to be like, you know, we're going to start cashing in on some weird fucking fetishes. Yeah, the Russians, the Japanese, it's all happening. Uh, okay, what else? <laughs> uh, the Uber CEO, I uh, I think Saudi Arabia is their fifth biggest market, and Perfect. so he was asked. About, you know, what do you think about the Saudi Arabian uh, government murdering journalist Jamal Khashoggi? And his uh, response was, eh, people make mistakes. Um, It's just, nobody has, well, especially. Oopsie, in we just sawed off all your yeah. limbs. Yeah. It's so fucked. If, if anybody hasn't mistakes, seen it yet, um, Frontline did a full two-hour show on the Jamal Khashoggi murder and just the current state of affairs in Saudi Arabia. And it is so fucked. It is just the worst fucking just the fact that we're just cool with these guys um, is insane. And and Khashoggi has done more for America America. than yes. And Khashoggi has done more for America than I have. And it's like, 
Nobody cared. Yeah. Like, all the people in power just didn't care. And also, he wasn't even... The thing is, is he was, like, not... He wasn't, like, a dissident. Like, he wasn't, like, such a vocal critic. He was, like, pretty much on board. He didn't board. even stir the pot like Salman Rushdie did. Yes, it was... Like, he wasn't... He wasn't baiting people. He was just doing a job. Yeah, it was like a minor. He just was like pointing some stuff out like, hey, just FYI, this could really go sideways. Just keep an eye on it or whatever. And they're like, oh, we need to cut that guy up. And meanwhile, MBS is on fucking Oprah. The fuck out of here. Yeah. And and, uh, he was painted as kind of the that region's version of a Tucker Carlson. But like you said, he was just, he was just kind of writing articles yes, and, and telling you an inside perspective, but he was not a, a pot stirrer. He not at just, all. He was just the guy. No, it's insane. I mean, you can only imagine that. I, I guess the message has already been sent, but Hey, they buy a lot of our weapons to use to kill right. innocent civilians in Yemen. So, Cool. And sometimes Americans. Do. Right. So, hey, whatever. Uh, they have money. Let's take it back to Russia. Russian historian accused of murdering a student after being found drunk in river with a bag of severed limbs. I mean, anybody that's this got This is like two- the opposite of a perfect crime. <laughs> well, I mean, how am I, how am I going to get how am I going to get rid of the evidence? <sighs> All right, I'll keep it in the bag. <laughs> You know, I just got to calm the nerve. Let me have a few drinks first. And then, all right, <laughs> let me have a few more drinks. I got, man, this is a stressful night. All right, a few more drinks, and then I definitely am going to figure out what to do with these severed limbs. <laughs> and then he wakes up. Hey. I, I, I Hey, Vidanya. What are all those limbs doing in your bag? Like, I know I'm not the most manly of dudes. But I remember um, the Jinx documentary. What was that guy's name? Bob uh, something. Anyway, he, uh, he, he killed his name. This is before they collared him for the other murders. Yeah, he doesn't know how to spell Beverly in Beverly Hills. Right. He killed his neighbor, Bob Durst. Any relation to Durst. American hero Fred? Um, he killed his neighbor and then dismembered his neighbor. And I was like. I probably couldn't do the killing. Okay. Let's be honest. I don't, I don't have the sack for it. I just not capable, but if I could pull off the killing, I could never do the dismembering. How do you even do that? How do you know like where to cut? Yeah. It's that's no, I'd be terrible. Yes. I would make such a mess. And they, and the, they come in and they're like, ah, well we thought a guy was dismembered, but it was cleaned up so well. Not me. There'd be little bits of tendon, Everywhere. You should see what I do to the kitchen when I'm just trying to oh, fucking yeah. make a chicken. Anyway. I'm about to I, I'm about to host Thanksgiving soon. Yeah. Oh, and mess. I, you know, not all of my cuts, not all of no. my cuts are, no. are super proud. No. I'm I'm with I you. I fuck up on some of the carving. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um this is this this furthers uh Kevin and DC's point. Turtles with swastikas on their shells are crawling around a park in Washington. America might yeah. not be so great anymore. I mean, we got to get rid of the turtles. Obviously, these turtles are fucking with us. They're they're banding together. I know. Jeez, 
They're you know, doing white nationalism. They'd be a little more happy go lucky considering they can live for like 150 years. At least. But sure enough, they're angry. Yeah. What are they so pissed about? Okay. They got it pretty good. I mean, we had that one turtle living here at the Ball Lifestyle World headquarters. And he's, you know. My, my buddy Simon had one until his cleaner sprayed something on it and killed it. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he didn't, like the cleaner. He had didn't. one that he was like, this thing's going to outlive us. And the cleaner was like cleaning the glass yeah. and just sprayed it on the turtle and it was dead. He's like, uh, what happened? Uh, uh, yeah. My buddy, my buddy Mike had one. It. it got fucking huge. And like when he'd have to move house, it was like a big, Hey, can a couple of you guys come over and give me a hand? Cause the turtle weighed like 180 pounds. What are you going to do with something like you that? You feed it a lot. Of, it Does ate a lot to, of melon. You have to feed it a ton? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, back in the day, they butcher it. Was it a gay turtle? I don't think so. That seems like a gay turtle. Maybe. I don't, oh, because he ate melon. I mean, who eats a lot of melon? I don't think it was really like up to him. Seems. I, I saw some <laughs> lettuce. Uh, here's a cool story. Yeah. Here's a cool story. Billionaire wife claims she can use the N-word. Because she knows Alicia Keys. This is my favorite story of all time. She's got some. She's got a famous it's black a great friend. One. Yeah, and we say the N word to each other apparently. In New York. Um, yeah. Alicia Keys is yeah, so hot. She knows the wife of Swiss Beats. She's beautiful. Yeah. Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats is awesome. Yeah. A lot of artists. The guy they're working with on some of their best hits behind the scenes and. I will say the best the best track on the Carter Five, Uproar, Lil Wayne, Swiss yeah. Beats. Swiss awesome. Beats. Yeah, and Swiss Beats is doing some other work uh, in the bedroom, I imagine, with Alicia Keys, who I would also like oh, to have man. sex with, given the opportunity. That's that cool. A good Swiss pull. Um, I, f- I feel bad about myself because I love these stories, and I really shouldn't. Gender reveal in Texas ends with plane crash. Um, it's as a gender reveal ever like gone well, like what's the best case scenario for a gender reveal? Oh, you're dragging me over to, uh, Michelle's this weekend, Rob and Angela's house. And, um, they're gonna, they're gonna cut open a cupcake and inside the cupcake is going to tell me what kind of baby they're going to have. And I don't give a fuck in the first place. Like that's the best case. Worst case is you start a hundred million dollar forest fire or worse. A few years ago, my son came home from school and was like, we had a gender reveal where we cut open a cupcake in class to find out my teacher's baby. Unbelievable. They're, they're trying to sell these kids on this story when they're really young. Terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's final gonna become, story going to become a part of the culture. Yeah, final story. Yep, final story, inspired by uh, one of my favorite books and movies. Cool Hand Luke, never seen. Man it. in Go India on. dies while trying to eat. Oh, it's great! Great. Oh, really? Man in India tries to uh, he dies while trying to eat fifty eggs. Hard boiled? Did he choke? Yeah. Oh, he choked. I don't. It just said he just kind of exploded. No. Oh, he's. I don't understand. I understand being uncomfortable, but yeah. why would you die from it? I feel like that the the man versus food guy. 
Did he, um, man versus food guy. Well, what about Joey Chestnut? He yeah. should explode. Well, Joey Chestnut's disgusting. But he can really yeah, put I'm, away I'm the team food. Kobayashi forever. Of course. If you, you got to have why a wouldn't they? Either. Why wouldn't any of these people die? I don't know. But India, you know, they're always going for uh-huh. records. And it's, it's probably a hero <laughs> in his Whether village. it's fingernails or yes. most eggs eaten. Hair, whatever. Uh, okay, Ed, it is time. We are joined now by our pop culture correspondent. She comes on to tell us about the real news. It's happening in the world of goss, celebrity news, all of the above. Of course, talking about our very own Fancy Sauce. Fancy, how are you doing? Hey, Kate. Hey, Brian. Hey, and Ed. Hey, Ed. Ed. Uh, Hey, guys. How's it going? Wow. Good. I don't think we have any. How are you guys? Uh, good. Yeah. Well, this is my new radio voice. Yeah, I like it. I like that you're act that you're actually near <laughs> the microphone. Brian you know what you sound like? like? The uh, soft radio, soft radio DJ at like two in the morning yeah, when you're like for. driving somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I like that DJ. Soft. Why don't you guys call him with your uh, sexy lessons and love requests? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Brian likes it when I get right up on the mic. I do. He's complaining that you can't hear me because I'm too far from the mic. Right. That's how microphones work. I'm trying to get right up on it. Yes, that's better. Is this good enough? 294 episodes in, (laughs) and she's speaking directly into the microphone. Nice. I'm a light bloomer. She's doing it. Uh, Okay, Kate. Look at us. We're doing it. Kate McManus. Did you not play me in before? Yeah, I played when the, I was getting ready. Yeah, but usually I did you not hear it? Usually you're very annoyed at the sound of the songs. Uh, but yes, I did play you in. And then you played it again? Played, no, I played no. So when you come on, mm. we do this. Oh, right, right. Oh my god. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this. Hey, everybody, Kate's here. Okay. This is the song we play. Right, right. And then when it's your turn to said, okay, say your it. stuff. Okay. Kate, what has happened in the world of pop culture? What do, what do we need to know about? Okay. Hold on. My computer screen locks me out mm. when it goes to sleep. Okay, this is my favorite oh, story. Oh, that computer that shuts down our internet. This is my favorite yes. story. Uh-huh. Okay, so as you may or may not know, Donald Trump Jr. is out touring with his book, Triggered. There's no way Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> read a book, but I did see, I only know about this because some, no, somebody kidding. made a tweet and they're like, the story is that he's got a book. <laughs> somebody made a tweet and they're like, ask Trump something that sounds like it could be in Donald Trump Jr.'s book yes, and get him, him. <laughs> get him to so comment good. on it because there's no way he's read it. No, there's no way. Anyway. Or any other book. <laughs> okay, so best, he's got this best dumb book. book. Um, I guess the, uh, the synopsis is that a hate-filled America, American left, is hell-bent on silencing him and anyone else who supports the Trump presidency. Yes. But wait. Yes? The conservative right are the ones that call the liberal left snowflakes, right? Right. Oh, they get the, no, their feelings get hurt, these. Right. Yeah. So he's written That's a whole triggered, book. That's triggered, right? We're, we're, we're triggered. About yes. how 
wah wah whining about yeah. how everyone wants to shut the Trump presidency down. Yes. So it's a book about it's a winch fest. Right. I don't imagine it's going to sell too many copies. Okay. So. Oh, it'll um, sell all the copies. I would like to see Eric Trump write a book. I'm more interested in Eric Trump's mean. book. He's special. You know that you met some of my dumb racist family members. You'd see how many copies this book would sell. That's true. Okay. So yes. here's everyone's going to buy this. Yes. Everyone's going to buy this thing. Yes. So you're probably right. Yes, so kid. Don Jr. ventured onto the University of California's very liberal LA campus on Sunday Hoping to oh, so prove, he's gonna bait the triggered. Yeah, so left. he was hoping that a bunch of like angry liberal, um, you know, protesters would show up at UCLA. And, yeah, they're and all Asian sh- and shut them down. Yeah, they got to study. No, no, at Cal. No, you, yeah, she Cal, said Berkeley, yeah. right? At Cal. That's no, she said University zero. of California, California at LA. Los Angeles. Oh yeah, it is at UCLA. Yeah. I wouldn't be smart. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> anyway, he was hoping that that would happen. That would prove his point. Yeah. That did not happen. Instead, the appearance backfired when his own supporters, diehard Make America Great Again conservatives, raised their voices most loudly in protest and ended up drowning out him out barely 20 minutes into an event scheduled for um, to last for two hours because he refused to take Q&A. It's too much of a pussy. Right. Doesn't know how to do Q&A. Right. So he was there with his girlfriend, Kimberly Sorry. Guilfoyle. There's a looker. <laughs> Um, and Man, she was trying I, to like tell I, everyone was, to be quiet and their one? parents wouldn't yeah. be very proud of them. Yeah. Um, no, it's embarrassing. What, what? So it didn't go well. Yeah. So in minutes, the entire argument put forward by Don Jr. That he was willing to engage in dialogue, but that it was the left that refused to tolerate free speech crumbled in front of his very eyes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they can explain that away. Um, Ed, were you, I is, read a, is I, your question that Kim is Kimberly Guilfoyle? Did she, did she maybe start out as like, yeah, I just, Mike no, I, Kim, I, no, I'm not judging as much as just curious. Like she was, she's always, she was always a she, right? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not. Um, I certain. did read one excerpt from this book that said, he was visiting Arlington Cemetery, and he was reminded of all the sacrifice his his family has made. Right to Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, his dad didn't. He didn't go over. Well, he had the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, cadet bones. And then when when those when those protesters were were yapping it up, I saw the clip. Uh, Trump Jr. stayed silent, and Guilfoyle. Started jawing at well, them. Well, hold yeah. on, said, hold on. Yeah, you probably meet. <sighs> okay, you. Go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say that's kind of a boss move on on Don Junior's part. Oh, to not he's engage. Like, hey, she she'll hand. I got her. She can handle this. This woman. bitch talks for me. Right. Yeah. She's gonna yeah. fight for me. Yeah. But she said you probably meet people online dating because you're not gonna meet somebody in person. I mean, what year is this? Everybody meets online dating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's most relationships. And somebody goes, there, I think. It, unlike the normal, unlike the normal way of meeting someone by your dad finding the uh, the woman hot on TV, yeah. so the son starts dating. You should call her. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Okay, so to recap, the book is about the left not letting him speak. Yes, but in a twist, an ironic twist, it was his own supporters. 
that shouted him down and he had to leave the stage early. Oh, right. But it wasn't his own supporters. It was. It oh. was far right conservative. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. They, were wearing they wanted to ask him questions oh. about immigration and Christianity. Oh. And he said no Q&A. And they and lost they got pissed. Shit. Oh, that's funny. And they had giant, like, big red hats on. Like, f- oh, like giant yes. oversized. So cool. That is cool. So cool. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Okay, what else, Kate? Okay, so this is a story that has gone viral the last couple of days. Rapper T.I. sparked public backlash after admitting in an interview on some podcast. And it was in a kind of jokey way, but still super creepy, that he accompanies his 18-year-old daughter, Deja, to her gynecologist to make sure her hymen is still intact. Ew. Yeah, really I mean, I, he doesn't really do that, right? But he just does he. He thinks that's funny. I guess it's so gross. He thinks um, it's funny, but he's he's an asshole too. He's it, in interviews. He's a real dick. Didn't yeah. he? Didn't he do like some a, time in the a, joint a, for meth? Jerk. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, he's got that um, reality meth? show with his uh, wife. Was tiny, weapons, right? Yeah, but I think he also has a meth. He's had some meth. Issues. So uh, whatever. That's his daughter's I, unfollowed him. She's oh, they, like, it's very oh funny. really? She's an adult. Yeah. Yeah. She's gone on um, vacation over the weekend with Lil Wayne's daughter. She's apparently friends with Regine Carter. Oh. While her family yeah, are wheezy. vacationing in Mexico. Um, that um, that is embarrassing. And then her stepsister. I don't know how to say this. I'm assuming it's Zom Zomnique. It's spelled. Z O N B. So yeah. silent B. N I Q U E. Zomnique. Zomnique. I don't know. Yeah. What'd she do? Um, so she um, liked a series of tweets that called her father's actions disgusting, possessive, and controlling, mm. but still opted to join the family gathering in Mexico. So. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Fantastic. That happened. Okay. What else, Kate? Um, don't know if you guys are familiar with Pete Doherty. I know Brian is, he's the lead singer of the British band The Liberty. I want to say his, it's pronounced He was Doherty. with the model, Doherty. Kate Moss? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was with Kate Moss. In America, people say Doherty, so I'm right. just saying Doherty, but yes, it's Doherty. Doherty, oh, right. Doherty? Yeah, I believe so. So he's Welsh? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. He, what he is is oh, heroin. Welsh? Welsh are like the uh, those like, are those are like uh, Alabama. Yeah, I was gonna say they're like the, the Kentuckians. Very stout rugby team though. Um, what's up with Pete Doherty? He he's doing he's a well. Long time junkie, big time. Um, still alive. So I saw Somehow recently. I saw. I was watching a liber- I was watching a Libertines concert on TV, and I was like. Oh, he must be doing better. He's they're doing back, concerts. They're back on tour. And then I Googled him and they're, and he just got arrested for heroin like last year. Yes. Yeah. But he's, he just got out of Paris and um, he was arrested for the second time. So sorry. Just got out of jail. Yeah. And then was arrested in Paris. Brutal. Twice in 48 hours. Yeah. That's um, sad. So he was initially arrested in the Pagal district in the early hours of Friday for allegedly attempting to buy some cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spent two days in police custody, provisionally fined the equivalent of, I don't know, 4,000 pounds. And then he went out on Sunday wearing his pajamas, Oof. as you do to celebrate his release. Oh. And it was allegedly seen fighting with some 19-year-old who has... um 
press charges. So he faces oh, new yeah. charges for violence yeah. um, while being very drunk. Yeah, Pete, get your shit together, up. buddy. I don't think he's going to get his shit Feel together. Feel bad for you. So the Libertines are about to start a European tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd actually like to see the Libertines. Yeah, yeah. they're okay. If they come yeah. here. Yeah. I feel like it's hit or miss. Like, yeah, because he's going to be die very soon. smacked out. Yeah. What kind of music is it? It's like, like I don't know. Like I don't, Brit, I, I, Brit, I've heard uh, of him, but I don't know that music. Yeah. I don't know. How do you describe it? Yeah. It's Brit like, like Oasis 90s, kind of era like, stuff. Yeah. Like Supergrass, um, like that 90s sort of British rock and roll power pop. Okay. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, this is a story I quite enjoyed too. Netflix has pulled Christian comics um, stand-up after sexual misconduct allegation. John mm. Christ's debut on The Streamer has been put on hold after multiple women accused him of sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, I what do you think Christian comic is? Can't be fun. It's just like Here's it's like thing. Christian movie. So seriously, movie. folks, what are those people who eat meat on Fridays? What's <laughs> up with that? He's trying to je- so his special is about gently poking fun at, at like Christians and like millennial Christians, mm-hmm. and I'm sure like Christians find it funny. Sure, yeah. I saw this guy genuflecting yeah. the wrong direction last week. Oh, he's got a lot of. Um, he's got 1.2 million Instagram followers, half a million YouTube subscribers, yeah. um, and he's known, yeah, for for. Gently poking fun at Be in culture. a niche. Like, you don't have to be that good if you're in a niche. Like, we, we should make this fucking a Christian podcast. Yeah. So we, he's, he's, You don't he's, have to be that funny. Hey, can you imagine listening to rock music that isn't Creed? Come on. <laughs> is Creed? Creed's not Christian, are they? I mean, is, I know they're Isn't Southern. Creed Christian? I don't know. He's been described know. as the son of a pastor and one of eight homeschooled children. Oh, homeschooled. There we go. The special's called I Ain't Praying for That. I, LOL. I saw a picture of him and he wears guy liner. So that's a tell. Uh, so I was Friend listening of the- to Tesla the other day. <laughs> or, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my friend and friend of the podcast, Stephanie Drury. Yes. Yes. Um, is very. Um, oh, she was on to this guy before she knew guy. about yeah, his. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw something on her Instagram about yeah. this. Uh, what else, Kate? Okay. I watched a terrifying video um, of Lil Pump, rapper Lil Pump, doing a video, that, a music video that oh. he was making. Yeah, bitten by a snake. Oh, he's a real piece of shit. I followed yeah, him for like a week on Instagram. Yeah, he's yeah. a piece of shit. Um, you know what's more terrifying? His music. Yeah, he's terrible. He sucks. I've never listened to his music. He's but no Takashi 69. Someone passes him the snake that I'm assuming he's going to be holding in the shot. It turns out snakes don't like that. And it turned around mm-hmm. so quickly and bit him and drew blood. His yeah. hands all bloody. And then he, he throws it on the floor. Oh, and what then, the fuck? Right. And then, but then this article says that the snake was it's then fine. looking for its next bite victim. Oh, was it? That's not how snakes operate. Well, it, this, it might be pissed. This, this, somebody scared the nightmare. shit out of the snake. Agreed. Yes. Yes, Ed. Being bitten by a snake. I, I hate snakes. I know. I've heard that about you. You've said it here on the show. You don't like it when I text you pictures of snakes. I actually snakes. like snakes, but like. Yeah. Ones that are I like domesticated. Right. So cool. Right. I get a pet one. I've heard that about you, that you <laughs> like snake. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? All right, my last story. <laughs> Final story. <laughs> Rafa Ray J. Do you guys know who Ray J is? Of course, he was in that video. He's the reason why Kardashian's famous, right? He's the reason right? we have Kim Kardashian hold and on, all the Kardashians, hold on. quite frankly. Not a rapper. Because He's Brandy's brother. We, yes, Brandy's brother. We were recently in an Uber. 
And we and I saw on the Uber driver's Ooh. screen that we were listening to a Ray J song, and he R&B. was most definitely not rapping. And I said to her, "Hey, I thought this Ray J guy was a rapper," and she's like, "Nah, he's a singer, R and B singer, yeah. much like so his sister Brandy." Right. Yeah, that, that was a mischaracterization. Yes. And yes. I know that he's an R and B. I heard he singer. makes. I heard he makes fifty grand a month still well, from the tape. Do we think that's true? That's what I heard. Okay, so Jeez. he's like, yep. I don't know how he's done this, but he's done a deal with Suge Knight, who's it. serving a twenty-eight year old, uh, sorry, twenty-eight year prison sentence yeah. for murder. So he he ran over. Um, that guy Terry Carter on yeah, the set of Straight Outta Compton yes. and killed him. So he's doing time. Ray J has done a deal and has um, done a deal with Suge Knight for his, the rights to his story. Oh. Uh-huh. So now Ray J is trying to, um, you know, produce. Convince, he's yeah. trying to convince um, Trump in the yes. White House, uh-huh. like Kim Kardashian. Oh, to let him out. And, and free Suge Knight. Out of jail early yeah. release to do the same thing with Suge. Yeah, free Suge Knight. So he can make a Suge Knight biopic. Oh, but the, he could do that with Suge Knight still in jail. Well, I think he wants to Just wants to do him a solid. But maybe Suge, knowing Suge, Contingent. the rights is mm-hmm. probably like, if you can get me mm-hmm. out. They should get that guy that was in the NWA movie playing Suge Knight. I feel like there's not a lot of people that could play Suge Knight because even the guy they got kind of wasn't big enough. Yeah. To be the actual show. Yeah, and he was like 450 pounds. Right. Yeah. Suge Knight is huge. You need, uncle, you need to dig up Uncle Phil from Fresh right. Prince. Right. I think but he's I a little too old and dead. I've seen Suge Knight out. Oh, uh, and he's huge, right? At night in LA. Yeah. Yes, he's huge yeah. and was trying to talk to me and yeah. I was terrified. He um, he used to play O-Line at uh, UNLV. Right. Big uh, okay, is that it, Kate? You play with yeah. uh, Randall Cunningham? I think he might have, yeah. Uh, okay, that's it for Kate McManus for Ed Daily. This has been episode 294 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Big things coming. Uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.